You can have anything you want, but it is going to cost you the person you are now. This means that you're going to have to confront parts of you, the parts of you that are not coming with you. This is a Soul Fire production. You are listening to episode 147 of Yes And with me, Judy Holler. Now, this episode is brought to you by our studio sponsor, Advocare, a community that provides world-class products, education, and inspiration designed to help you look better, feel better, and perform better. All things I'm about, and this show is about too, which is why I'm obsessed. And guess what? We have a code you can use Feel Better 15, that's Feel Better 15, to check out Advocare Shop, get discounts, and support this podcast when you do. Link in the show notes to learn more. Okay, y'all, speaking of Advocare and my obsession with them, specifically since I started personal training, um, once I started lifting, man, my protein game, uh, my pre-workout game, I also am obsessed with biofuel. So if you're lifting, if you want to build muscle, if you have a serious workout routine, yo, you've got to supplement all of the things your body is losing when you're lifting and protein is the name of the game. So there are quite a few products I'm, I'm certainly obsessed with. And if you want to check out some of my faves and sort of try before you buy, you can do that. Here's how you can get some of my favorite Advocare products sent to your front door. All you have to do is leave a review of this podcast on iTunes, screenshot your review and email it to me at hello at judyholler.com to get entered to win. We're going to pick a couple reviews a month and legit ship this prize to you at no charge. So it's a great way to try before you buy and also support this podcast when you do that. Your reviews mean and matter so much. So I want to reward you for that. So jump into iTunes, leave a review, screenshot it, send it to me, hello at judyholler.com and get yourself entered to win. Okay, on to the show. I've got a question for you. Who do you have to become? to get to where you want to go, to become who you want to be, to create what you need to create, right? In 2019, I was at an event and Tom Bilyeu was one of the keynote speakers. And I'll link up to Tom Bilyeu in the show notes if you're not familiar with who he is. But the cliff notes is that he's the founder and CEO of a nutrition company you may know called Quest Nutrition. He has a wildly popular show uh, called Impact Theory. He has, oh, just a, a minor 1.9 million followers on the gram. And his career has him sitting in some of the same rooms with people I adore, people like Mel Robbins and Brenda Burchard and Marie Forleo and Ed Mayette. So I'm at an event, uh, this is in 2019, and I'm watching him talk entrepreneurship on stage when he drops this bomb. Okay, you ready? He says, He's like live coaching a woman in the back of the room and she's stuck and she's not sure why she's not converting sales or why her business isn't growing and all these things. And he says to her, he says, what got you here ain't going to get you there. What got you here ain't going to get you there. So hold on. Let me, let me pick up the mic. Hold up. Yeah. Let me pick up this mic <laughs> that he just fucking dropped with that. Let me say it again. What got you here, babe? ain't gonna get you there. I mean, for me in that moment in 2019, it was exactly what I needed to hear. Why? Because it hit me that I was trying to grow my business 
with the same mindset I started it with. Well, shit, no wonder I was hitting a brick wall because the mindset that got me here wasn't going to get me there. This meant that while it was okay to honor all the hard work and people and connections and clients that helped me get to where I am today, I also needed to evolve. I needed to get clear on where I wanted to go and start thinking as if I was already there. You know, what would she do? Who would she call? Um, Who would she work with? What would she wear? What would she listen to? Who would she listen to? What would she read? What would she study? Who would she study? So let me give you some personal examples here. So when I was in my 20s, late teens, 20s, okay, I'm waiting tables and I wanted to be a bartender so bad. So I started playing the role, right? Uh, By thinking how a bartender would, by watching them, learning from them, networking with them and taking on that persona even when I was a server. Then I became a bartender. As a bartender, I then wanted a job with benefits and a 401k and an office and regular hours. So I started thinking like someone who worked in an office would. I attended networking events in the community. I asked my bar regulars about their work. I put myself out there. I prioritized job searching and I modified my hours at the bar to sort of create the bandwidth to find a job. And then I became a sales manager at my first hotel. When I was in sales, I wanted to climb the ladder. So I started acting like a national sales manager would. I took on extra work. I made my boss's life easier. I spoke up first in meetings. Hello, fear experiments. I'd contribute. I'd share articles. I'd mentor others. I'd volunteer. I sat on boards. I'd win awards. And then I got promoted to national sales and eventually moved to Chicago. When I was in national sales, I knew deep down that I wanted to become a professional speaker. So I started acting as if by speaking on panels and leading breakout sessions at our industry events, networking in the speaking community, watching other speakers, reading books, taking courses, hiring coaches, and saving every month to sort of fund that dream. Then your girl became a full-time keynote speaker. Once I started speaking, I knew I wanted to write a book, so I stepped into an author's mindset. I started reading books about writing. I studied the publishing industry and began researching publishers, taking courses, asking for introductions, and setting money aside to fund that project. Then I became an author. Now, as a full-time keynote speaker and author, I, I know that deep down I am an entrepreneur at my core and I have my eyes on the next thing, which I'm so excited about, which means I am embodying right now that version of her before it's air quotes ready and out in the public. So I'm acting as if I'm already in the next thing to help me energetically prepare for who I need to be to thrive in this next phase of my career and my life. So what's the lesson? Why do I share this with you? Well, there are a few powerful things that we can take away from this. And I'm going to share a homework assignment at the end that will help. So hang tight till the end. Okay, number one, first lesson is this. You got to where you are today, right now, in this moment, with a certain mindset. And yo, that is so dope. That is incredible. And it is okay to honor that. But it's going to take a different mindset. It's going to take something different to get you to where you want to go next. For years, let me give you another example. For years. I took low-paying jobs 
as a speaker and free jobs to get video and photo and, and experience on stage as a speaker, which was so important. And that required a certain mindset. However, that air quotes, free speaker or low budget speaker mindset wasn't going to get me on the main stages I wanted with the Fortune 100 clients. Certainly, I needed the experience to be able to earn those stages, but I needed to embody something different in order to actually transition into what I wanted. So maybe for you, it's transitioning from newly married to starting a family. Those are two different mindsets, right? Newly married is very different than, okay, we have to prepare for the preparation of beginning building a family. Those are two different energies. What about from corporate America to retirement or from full-time job to full-time entrepreneur, from single to in a relationship, from overweight to fit, from broke to debt-free? All of these examples have a mindset that got you there into the first scenario, but it's going to take a different mindset to get you to where you want to go. There's a mindset that gets you into broke. And then there's a mindset that gets you into unbroke and debt-free. There's a mindset and a, a belief system that gets you into overweight. And then there's a belief system and a mindset that gets you into fit, right? There's, there's a mindset in the world of being single, right? And then there's a mindset for being in a relationship, if that's what you want, right? So if you want to be debt-free, you know, let's use that as an example. Oh, shit, how would you act? What would you do? What would you not do? Who would you hang with? Who would you stop hanging with, right? What would you read? Who would you listen to? How would you spend? How would you save? And all of that walks me into lesson number two. And here it is. You can have anything you want, but it is going to cost you the person you are now. This means that you are going to have to confront parts of you, the parts of you that are not coming with you. See, when I was going from free speaker to paid speaker, I had to leave behind many limiting beliefs and broken soundtracks in my brain. I had to leave behind the Judy that would do things like constantly say yes to low paying clients because I was afraid of never working again. I would have to leave behind the Judy who gave her time away all the time for free, who would allow people to constantly pick her brain. The Judy who would sit and respond to email all day long. The Judy that was afraid to say no. The Judy that would not ask for help. The Judy that was afraid to pick up the phone. Because what got me here ain't gonna get me there. Okay. So final thought, powerful lesson number three. Number one, you got to where you are today with a certain mindset, and that's great. But it ain't going to get you to where you want to go next. Two, you can have anything you want, but it's going to cost you the person you are now. That means you have to confront the parts of you that are not coming with. And three, who then do you have to become? And I want you to really think about this. This is your homework assignment, okay? So take some time this week, tonight. Do it soon. Give yourself 48 hours while the juice is hot to decide or admit. Sometimes we need to admit what it is that we want to do. But take some time this week to decide or admit what you want to do or be next. Then get out your favorite notebook, light a candle, put on some vibey music, get your favorite pen, and write down all the traits, all the characteristics, all the decisions, all the choices someone already doing that would make. How would she dress? How would she act? How would they talk? What would she read? Who would they know? What does she listen to? Who does she hang with? 
How do they spend their money? Right. And extra credit. Here's one of my favorite things to do. Get a clear picture in your head of someone out there already doing the thing you desire to do and then make it your mantra. What would blank do? I wrote about this in my book, Fear is My Homeboy. If you don't have my book, link in the show notes, Google it up. It's on Audible. Um, We are in hardcover on Amazon, all the places you buy books. But Fear is My Homeboy is a powerful reframing of purpose and power, certainly as we think about confronting fear and reframing failure. And one of the exercises in that book is to do this exact thing. For me, for years, it was, what would Oprah do? What would Oprah do? I also, one of my other favorites, I don't know if anybody knows Marie Forleo, but I'm like an alum of her B school. Marie's like the OG, okay, of courses and a lot of the online stuff that is everywhere today. She was like one of the first in the game and I I love Marie. So I would always say, you know, what would Marie do? Like, what would Marie do? How would she react? How would she respond? How would she show up? right? How would she have this conversation? You know, what would Oprah do, right? Um, You know, you know, sometimes I do this even when I think about practicing patience, which is not my gift. It ain't my gift. I'm a little bit of a perfectionist and I can be real impatient. And so I'm always thinking about like, who are my favorite, most patient people in my life? And like, what would they do in this scenario? It helps calm this fiery, hot Italian, um, part Italian down, right? So what would that person do? So think of someone you admire who is already doing the thing you seek seek to do and, and sort of make your mantra, okay, what would they do? And let that sort of light the way. So I ask you, you know, who do you have to become in order to get what you want? Because at the end of the day, the cold hard truth is this, what got you here ain't going to get you there. So I'd love to know what your biggest takeaway from the episode today was. Talk to me on Instagram. That's where I hang out from a social media perspective the most. So send me a DM and let me know what your favorite was. Or you can always go old school and send me an email. Hello at judyholler.com. I love hearing from you. So don't be shy. Now, next week, a hot and fresh new episode drops on Wednesday. So get excited. The content and interviews this fall winter season are going to be epic and rock star uh, and really get you ready for 2023. In the meantime, I thank you for being here. I thank you for listening. I thank you for reviewing and sharing with your buds. I love you, love you, love you. And I can't wait to see you again next week.